Hello and welcome to another episode of Sideline Steelers with John Albright and that big, beautiful, handsome beast of a man, JJ Garcia. Hey everybody, what's going on, man? Wow, what a what a great week of football we have here. Nothing exciting on our end, but we do have uh, former Steelers who are really making a splash on their team. Um, really <laughs> knocked it out of the park today. You might say yeah so uh, we'll get into that uh, also we're obviously going to break down the Steelers Lions what what we have to look forward to as we only have two games left so it's time to see what we're made of and there's a certain somebody that just keeps popping up it's just like a little pest you, you can't quite squash it but it just keeps coming back to bother you and so we're going to talk about that but much like uh, that pest our team is also undefeated in the preseason. So, I mean, is that really something to get excited for is preseason? Yeah, right. Yeah. Not uh, like man. preseasons are like tiebreakers or anything. Like, oh, you went, you went undefeated in the preseason. So uh, that breaks the tie for you. But we'll, we'll d- dive into that a little bit later. But let's uh, jump into the game. So we finally got word that Ben's going to get some snaps, live game practice, or live game action. I'm excited because usually he plays one down in the fourth game and then sits out uh, with a new offense, new, new line, new running back, new everything. I think it's more than ever important that you get some snaps, uh, especially two games, especially with the bills being week one, that's a, that's going to be a tough, tough, tough game to figure it all out. Like he normally does. So I think that's exciting. What, what about you? How, well, let, let me let me phrase it this way: How many how many downs is he, or how many drives is he playing this game? What I've you know surmised, found out, looked at, looked through. I think he's playing the whole first half. <laughs> that's what. Ooh. That's what I think. That's what they Ooh. said, but. I mean, Unfortunately, uh, Endemic and Sue isn't on the line. Not to worry about getting some stopped cheap in the shot. chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. He wants Ben wants to play, but that's just Ben being Ben. But also, like you were saying, it's a whole new offense. So I think he wants to get his toes, his toes and feet wet, just to see what how everything plays out. You know, I mean, look, it, huh? I I love Ben, but let's be honest. Sometimes he just says things to say them. Sometimes, yeah, yeah he is, does, which is fine. Which is Drama fine. Ben. But I mean, yeah, you know, like, he, you want to get used to the line and who you can trust. Well, you know, if you feel comfortable with Kendrick and uh, a core four still, I mean, Chooks, these kind of hit or miss sometimes. And then Banner, see how Banner plays, you know, coming off that injury on the right side. And then see if Trey Turner looks good. You know, obviously Dotson's your yeah. best alignment. So. It'll be exciting to see. You think Dan Moore gets some snaps with this uh, line? I don't, with, I, don't know if, I don't know if he does or not. I, I would be nice. That would be nice. But I mean, he might. Yeah, he might. He, I I would like to see that honestly. If they if they have Dan Moore in there, I think that'd be great for everybody just to see what the kid can do. You know, with yeah. Ben under center. So and, and you know, it'd be uh, you know a learning experience for him too. So that would, I would I would be all for that. I mean, he's doing all the right things in practice. You'd like to see him get rewarded, but yeah, obviously, like 
you have what you think is going to be your starting lineup. So I get why you trot them out there, but I think if something goes wrong or something doesn't work or who knows, maybe, maybe just, you know, as Tomlin was razzing the uh, press about like the quarterback lineup, and everything, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. maybe let's throw it out there and see what happens. I would yeah. like to see it. I would like to see him get to, get to start with, you know, I, I saw an article this week about like Chooks wasn't as bad as people said he was last year. Not mm-hmm. that he was, not, he, I don't, I mean, he was solid, but you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, he's, I guess he's either like locked in like stud or he's just looks like he's lost out there, but you know, he can't have that though. I, I, I would really like to see him be more consistent and hopefully like that starts at this game. Um, but also, like, the quarterback situation, like, obviously, like, we want Ben to play and get his, his, his snaps in, right? But I just want to see if, like, they put Haskins in there with that line and those are, like, running the first-team offense. Like, that would be for, like, a series or two because we know what he can do with the backups and the third stringers. But I'd like to see Haskins instead of Rudolph, you know, take command of that. We've already seen enough of Rudolph. We know what he can do. We know what he can't do. Like Rudolph is who Rudolph is. Yeah, like – you. You know me, I was stubborn, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, maybe it's just Randy Feekner or whatever." You know, maybe it's just yeah. the O line. But after two games, man, like you said, like it's just Mason. Like it's it's like Landry Jones. <laughs> like he's just Mason. Like here's Mason, and everybody's like, "Yay!" But like you already know what he can do, and like Dwayne Haskins is a shiny new toy. But like we both know that he has an arm on him. Like I want to see him but- like make some plays. I want to see him behind like Dotson and and Kendrick, and you know. With Najee and you know Juju and the boys, like I, I just want to see that. Like we should, I, the fans should should be rewarded in their faith with the you know rewarded by you know you know what I'm trying to say. Like they, they have all this faith in this guy, and they, they should be rewarded by letting their like showing us what he can do in this new offense. So yeah, you know. No, I, I mean I agree. It'd be nice to see him. Like he's like like we always talk about Mason is who Mason is. He's just doesn't do anything to get you excited. He's just good enough to not make a lot of errors, but not good enough to get you down the field. And I mean, again, he gets all of his chunk yards off like big passes. And that's why his stat line looks really good, but his completions are high because all he does is throw short check down passes and almost always goes three and out. It feels like it seems like every time he's out there three and out, unless you know, they get a good play by the running back on the first down. And um, so I, I'm i with you. I'd, I'd rather see what Haskins can do with, like, the first first string offense. You know, I don't get me wrong. I'm all for Ben playing, playing like, mm-hmm. play him as much as he wants to play, play him, get him warmed up, get him out there, get him some real-time feel. But, you know, that's what game four is. You know, game four is there. Um, maybe Ben plays the first half then maybe he plays the first quarter of this game Haskins gets to try it out there for another quarter and then let Mason and Dobbs battle out for third string quarterback in the second half yeah. um, and then maybe Ben plays the first half in game you know gets a Panthers and maybe Haskins plays the second half yeah just let Haskins finish it out man like like we were saying like we know we have Mason we know we have Dobbs like what, what would be the you know, Haskins is fighting for his life right now. But I mean, yeah, I just want to see if I don't know. There's some reports saying that maybe he's not he's overrated. 
Haskins is, but like when we both know that like it's potentially Mason for the for the foreseeable future, like why can't we hold on to that hope? Like maybe Haskins has what it takes, man. Because like me, he has, he just has to be like average. I think Haskins like with this skill set, like average, and I think we could go for, like we could go far with him. Yeah, you know? yeah. Look. The thing, the thing, the thing is, we're not going to be winning anything with Mason. I think that's clear at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Haskins, my my feel for Haskins is he's a slow starter, and then once he gets going, like he can he can make things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just from the two preseason games I've seen with him, it looks like he starts slow and then he gets in a rhythm and everything's okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think if he comes out and like starts slow, like that's just who he is. You know, maybe, maybe try to do more run play with them until he gets, you know, enough flow, hiking the ball, handing it off, getting like warmed up. And then he seems like he's fine after that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see him being an elite quarterback in this league, but mm-hmm. I, I think he can definitely win football games. Yeah. Like he can it, definitely do things. That are gonna, yeah. You know, like, I mean, the yeah, fact that I, he doesn't I, just stay in the pocket and get lit up like, Mason does if all, yeah. if everything everything goes foobar, Mason just doesn't know what to do. He just he has one read and that's it. Yeah, it's refre- refreshing to see Haskins like have like mobility. Like obviously we don't want him to be like that running back in Baltimore. <laughs> like you, we want him to be able to move in the it's pocket. Run for a oh, run for a Dude, I I'm sorry. I don't even know, man. Like I remember when I was young and uh, ignorant at sixteen, but you know, like yeah, he knows some stuff. But like, and then it, like when you when you start saying stuff like your team sucks and blah blah blah, blah you're just like trolling at this point. Like you're you kind of like invalidated everything you're saying because you're just being a little shit now. Like I don't get that. His art, his right. waste of time. Thank you for wasting our time. I mean, you got you got your five minutes of airtime on here so you know kudos to you for pulling that scam but whatever man anyway uh, <laughs> but yeah man haskins as long as he's average above average like i think the steelers are in good hands i mean obviously you want to keep mason around if for some reason haskins goes back to his old ways at least we still have something behind ben um but you know well, let's just let's just see what happens I mean, obviously, another another news like Chase Claypool had an injury scare. It was yesterday, two days ago. Uh, landed yeah. awkwardly on his ankle. We both know what Chase Claypool can do. You know, like obviously, like with this new offense, like he's gonna be a centerpiece. You know, with his speed and his size. So, like, I, I, you know, when, when he when he got hurt, you know, pe- uh, people were freaking out, but. I don't want to see him anymore in preseason. Like we know what he can do. Apparently he was out practicing today or not practicing, but he was out there not wearing anything like a boot or any sort of brace or anything. So I think he's good, but yeah, I, I you know, Chase, Chase is good, man. Chase is bunny. <laughs> we don't have to see him anymore. I mean, I'd like to see some of the other wide receivers like Rico Bussey play and Cody white, just some of the other guys to get their opportunity, you know, with somebody <laughs> other than Dobbs. You know, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm not sure if Balage and Snell are playing, but I would like to see more of those guys too. You know, I haven't seen, we haven't seen Snell yet. And, you know, Balage is coming back from an injury. 
her well, he was I, hurt. I think so. I think Tomlin said Snell's been hurt too, so that's why we haven't seen him yet. Right. But I think they're playing. You know, it, it would be it would it would be great to see him. Um I mean, you just really gotta start getting those reps in and stacking those uh those plays because I mean, do you really want to see Jalen Samuels on the on the team again? Like this coming year, do you do you really want to see him play? Well, right now, my boy, who I've hyped and raved about on all of our podcasts, is mm-hmm. our leading rusher, average, anyways. Um, Anthony, Anthony McFarland. Good. I mean, it's a three point five average. Take it at what it is. <laughs> but it's I mean, look. It's preseason. It's okay, it's well, if you rest 3.5 three times, that's the first down every time. My boy. So, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, it's it's going to be great seeing him out there. I, You know, there's a lot of hype on Tony Brooks. Uh, I, he's been lightening up the last couple of games. You know, we got Pete Guerrero. Guerrero. Like yeah. Eddie Guerrero. Pete Guerrero. Yeah, yeah I heard he's yeah. a little speedster. <laughs> if he... If he comes out that I lie, I cheat. I oh my god, dude! If he did any of that shit, I would buy his jersey in a heartbeat, man. Like, I mean, look, look, Vince Williams coming out of a Stone Cold Steve Austin, but yeah, he's come out yeah, in like a, a low, low rider. Viva <laughs> La Rasa t-shirt. Oh my god, dude! Don't put that in my head, man. Don't put that in my head because that just makes him like 10, twenty times cooler. Like, please make the team, you know? I what mean, if he does that, make the team? You know, that's that a would that would too. instantly probably get Samuel's cut. For sure, oh, man. Wow, dude, that would be dope if you if you did that stuff. But I mean, I think it's safe to say we don't need to see Najee out there, especially if he's yes, trying, yeah, especially if he's going to be trying to hurdle people. Like oh, at this point, God. Najee is who Najee is, and that's like probably one of the best running backs in the league. As long as he doesn't get hurt in preseason doing something silly. Uh, yeah. So why? I mean, you might as well try it out. You know, the rest of the running backs, let them see what they can do with the first string. You know, yeah. I would, if you're going to play, if Ben plays the whole first half, then realistically, you're probably playing your first string offensive line, everybody else. Mm-hmm. Why not just, you know, give all of them a couple drives and see what, see, see what happens. Yeah. Go from there. Yeah. And then you can really get into the meat and potatoes of who, who's making the roster. Yeah. And then we also got to worry about the defense. You know, we want to see our boy Devin turn yeah. around. I know, man. I know. Yeah. Oh, man, I just don't know how to feel about that cat, man. I mean, like. I don't think he's <sighs> tweeted anything crazy lately. Not Thank in a God. while. It's been, a, been a, a cup of coffee moment since his last crazy tweet. But it just, I mean, what he said yeah. when, when they questioned him about it, when he's like, well, they can't tell me what to tweet. It's my own social media or whatever. Like, dude, just shut your mouth, man. Like, you're just causing more shit. I don't know. At first, I was like, ah, oh, he's just tweeting, having a good, he's just messing around. But, like, that kind of attitude, though, man, like, I don't know. I'll probably change my mind tomorrow. But, I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, the, the Lions are going to be without TJ Hawkinson, their number one tight end. You know, that kid's a stud. Yeah, but I really, I really wanted to see Devin Bush against him. So, like, I, I don't know but- who they're trotting out there now, but. It would be a good Devin, test for him. If Devin Bush gets lit up by Jared Goff, then I think they should say like something. Something's not clicking. Something's not all there. Um, he doesn't, man. I hope he doesn't. 
<laughs> I mean, look, it sounds like they're taking play calling responsibilities away from him and giving it to Joe, who we, we finally get to see Joe. In, well, not finally. I mean, we literally got him the week we played the Eagles. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I mean, to get we, we get to see him out there and see what he can do on the field. We have obviously are starting to turn ship on Spillane. So yeah, you need somebody in that middle linebacker core to step up, and I—it sounds like Joe's going to be the answer. I hope so, nothing man. But, heard nothing but good things about him since he got there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, obviously, his track record before he got there speaks for itself. Dude, but, I remember, I remember thinking about him, and then the Jacksonville Jaguars signed him to like a huge mega deal. I'm like, oh, I hope it works out. And then now he's here. And yeah, man, he's taking over the play calling. Um, he did like that from like what you were saying, like everybody says like he's a real smart guy or he's had to deal with like, like several different defensive schemes in his career. So, you know, like, and to, to have the kind of stats that he has from that, like it's only, it makes you feel good, you know, like right. uh, he's succeeded in everything he's, he's been in. Um, I can't wait to see him play. Uh, I'm really interested to see how that dynamic between Bush and or, uh, Bush and Schobert play out. Um, I, I you did trade up to get Devin Bush, but like it, like I was saying on the last podcast, um, now you have Schobert doing all the thinking. Like Devin can just go out there and make the plays, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it'll be fun to see. Let's see how this plays out. Um, you know, I, you know. I hope they do both do well. I think Minka's playing this game as well on the defense, probably. Oh, man, Minka, he's – I miss that. I love miss seeing him play, man. Yeah. I it's, mean, hopefully, you know, we've had some secondary issues, I feel like, uh, the last couple of games. Yeah. So, hopefully, with Minka back out there, that helps correct some of that. Um, I guess Justin Lane will be out there at some point. That's always going to be, you know, huge, huge red flag. Um, Justin Lane, dude. I I don't know how he makes it, but yeah, keep going, keep going, man. Keep Lane. I, I, honestly, I would like to see what Miles Killebrew and Minka first oh, first I'd like to say, I obviously they probably tried and Terrell Edmonds out there, but I'd be really curious to see what those two out there could do together in the um, for in the safety position. I think yeah, like you're saying it'd be a killer combination. Yeah, like you were saying, like you've been praising Killebrew since his D- Detroit days and like you, like you said, like he was on the line. So, I mean, if he's in Pittsburgh and like he, I, what if he like turns it on and becomes like the stud, you never know from all from I was, what you're saying. I was, when we first talked about him signing, like, I was like, wait, that can't be like, like, how did we get him? Especially for that cheap. Mm-hmm. And when I found out, I was like, Oh, probably got a steal. Like if he, mm-hmm. if he plays up to those days, like, and now see him in preseason, like, I think especially some, doesn't seem like we're bringing Terrell back. We didn't. It doesn't seem option. like it, right? Yeah, man. Like but we didn't pick not, up his option. Why oh. not? Let's see what you have in Killebrew and Minka out there together. I think, I think that could be real trouble for the our offenses. <laughs> I mean, we know what <laughs> we know. We, get, we got in Terrell Edmonds. A couple. Uh, oh my bad. By a couple, yeah. I mean like about eight a game. Eight a game, and then intercepting the hot dog salesman slash vendor <laughs> like a couple times. Like, like I guess you can hang you hand on me. that. This is like, why you took me the first round. One interception a year. Oh god, it's, it's freaking Steve Jaleel White, man. It's all I can think of whenever I see him. 
Oh, well, I mean, yeah, that would, that would be interesting to see if Miles goes out there. I mean, I'll, I would like to see. So apparently they put uh, Cameron Sutton in the slot during practice. And they have James where where he excelled. So yeah, and I'd like to see more James Pierre out on the outside. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of who their wide receiver. Oh, oh, Amon Ross St. Brown. I don't think he's going to be playing on the outside. I think he's going to be playing in the slot. But that kid, dude, I'm telling you, like if Juju would have walked, I, I was hoping that we would have drafted that kid. Like he, he's a stud. It'd be interesting interesting to see how he plays against you know Cam Sutton and whoever else they have. In the slot, it'd be Antoine Brooks too, and Arthur Millette. They're going to be out there playing, doing some, playing some time out there. So it's just going to be interesting to see how our cornerbacks react to that. Maybe it's a little hard on uh, Jared Goff because oh, no. he has Terrell Williams, Rashad Perriman, and Amon Rods, Amon Satan Brown, who obviously was a good pickup. But Wait, Tyrell Williams was he on the Raiders? Uh, I'm pretty sure he was on the Raiders for a season or two. Handy, handy dandy notebook. Um, hey, Steve from Blue's Clues. Hell yeah, dude. That yeah. show, show ruled back in the day. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I'm on, I'm on Ross St. No, Brown. I think it was on. Or was he on Sandy? I think I uh, feel like we've had this conversation before. Maybe he was on the Chargers. He was on San Diego. No, he so he started on the the Chargers and then went to the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. That makes sense. I mean, he had one one thousand yard season in San Diego. So, <laughs> well, <we'll> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, you know, he, he he's been around. He he actually doesn't look like he played at all last year. And who was the other cat you were saying? Rashad Perriman? Is that his name? Yeah, Rashad? I think he used to be a Raven, right? Yeah, I think yeah, I think they took him in the first round. I, I'm pretty sure. And then they I didn't even remember him. Like he did I don't remember his name being called at all. Well, that's typical Ravens for you. They can't draft a wide receiver to save their lives. Yeah, oh, no. was, oh no, no, was... man. Never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the uh, Raven for two seasons, Browns, Bucks, and Jets last year, so. Kind of a journeyman, man. Yeah. So maybe I mean he was taken in round one. <laughs> so it <laughs> says a lot about the Ravens this year. Drafted Marquise Brown in the first round. Uh Ooh, now they got any good. Rashad Bateman. Yeah, yeah. I mean um, it, it couldn't, couldn't be because he had Joe Flacco thrown to him as you know beginning of his career. And then 2018 was that. Was that Baker or was that Manziel still in 2018? I think it might have been Baker's rookie year. Okay. And then How could yeah, you know, he, no, I think that's right. Yeah, he had, he had the one-eyed bandit. Uh <laughs> um what's the kid's name in uh uh the W crab leg eating oh Jameis Winston? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Famous Jameis. Yeah, so yeah, him throwing. So I mean, you know, like like all Ravens wide receivers, they never have a quarterback to throw to them, so everyone thinks they're trash. But who knows? Maybe yeah. when maybe Hollywood Brown up. leaves, when Hollywood Brown leaves, he's gonna explode, man. I'm telling you. No, you told me. Never mind. We're telling each other. Let, telling let's each other. Let's put young Daniel in his place. Would you take Marquise Brown if he was a free agent? Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you know why? Because it was a real quarterback. He could do some real nasty things on that football field. Yeah, like he's a speedster route runner. Like you need somebody who's accurate to to give give, to give him the ball. You know, like yep. you, you need somebody he can't, can, he can't throw himself the ball. Yeah, and then even he Marquise Brown called Lamar out and then deleted the tweet. So, I mean, it, you know, Brown's gonna do something. I, you know, if he goes to like to Kansas City or the Chargers or somebody with a good quarterback, like you're gonna get yourself a stud at wide receiver. Yep, that's facts. Facts, man. That's how it is. That's how it is. Man, but since we're since we're talking about Marquise Brown, someone brought up the fact that he was leading touchdowns in the NF or AFC North since 2019 at 15. That guy should easily have 10 touchdowns a year. Easily. Yeah. 10. The only reason why he's leading with 15 is because Ben was out. Baker was a quarterback in that division. I think Andy Dalton or Ryan Finley was the Bengals. Like, if you're using that as your argument why Lamar Jackson is an elite quarterback, like, you done messed up, okay? Chase had, like, nine last year. Uh, I think Deontay had 12. Yeah, 12 or something, yeah. So, like, they're lucky (laughs) they weren't talking about stats you know, in 2020 when all, well, I guess Joe Burrow was out. So Bengals still don't count. And also Ben is coming off a surgically repaired elbow. So, I mean, there's going to be some growing or recovery pains with that, you know? So (laughs) I don't know, man, people just need to not talk without like thinking of properly of what they're trying to say. Like you need to have a point clearly in your mind that you're trying to convey and when you can't and you contradict yourself, you just end up looking like a fool, which you, which this person clearly made themselves look look like. So you, you just call it a day, man. Let's just see how the season plays out. But just don't be trying to argue or debate when you don't even know what you're trying to say, because then you're right. just rambling and going in circles and changing the subject and then going back and then making this point for the other argument, but trying to say it's for, the, you know, it's, it, you know, it's, but, you know, just like me right now, I just stop talking. Well, well, so we don't sound like idiots. I guess Deontay only had seven last year, so we're way off on that. Oh. But Juju and Chase both had nine. So if we're going by two-year statistics, they would blow Marquise Brown out of the water. So that hardly, that 15 and two years hardly makes like a, a good argument for your quarterback being a elite quarterback when you can't even get Marquise Brown nine touchdowns in a season. It should be easy. It should be easy. What is it's a run first offense, though, so he doesn't have to throw the ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so every time that – I don't know. Oh, man, I, I see like that right there. Like, if you use a little, a little bit of thinking, like, you're just you're making yourself look like a fool, man. <laughs> what's the, what's the, the invincible meme? Think. Just think. Yeah, yeah just think. Or what's that saying, like, Something about people are gonna think you're an idiot, but if you open up your mouth, you might you gotta prove them right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just you know, pump the brakes, man. I get what you're trying to say. You're a rah rah about your team, but just when you start talking trash for that's, that has no relevance to anything, or just being angry just to be angry, you automatically lose the argument in my eyes. So we'll move on from that. You know, we've had our fun, we had our time wasted. So 
You know, if you know real full, if you know of sports, you should talk about it. And if you don't, then like that kid said, don't talk about sports if you don't know. So right, right. don't be a casual fan. Yeah, casuals. I swear, casuals. Don't, you know what? Don't don't come into an intelligent sports argument if you're a fanboy. That's that's what it comes down to. Yeah, there like, you go. Fanatics have no places in arguments on facts. Because when you're a fanatic, you're just going off your feelings. Feelings don't matter in factual conversation. So facts, man. Facts. 100 percent John. Killing them. And, and you know what? When you're wrong, don't keep changing the argument. Just admit this, accept <laughs> it and move on. Just accept <laughs> yeah. it and move on. Just... We'll respect you more for it if you do. Like a man. You do it like a hand in your business like a man. Just end it with. If if you don't want to admit it, just stop arguing and digging your hole deeper and then say, we'll see what the season, we'll see after the season. At least do that. Don't keep digging the hole so deep that, like, no one's ever going to know you existed. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so nobody will ever want to mess with you either. So anyway, continue on with the, the other stuff that we're talking about because we went on a wild tangent there. Well, I, I it's, it's hard to predict. I Really, all I want to see is what our first team offense is going to be like. And like I said, I would like to see Miles Kilber out there with, with Minka, but mm-hmm. at least if we get to see what the first string has to bring, we talked about the running backs, you know, don't start now. You'll see what the other guys bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even the wide receivers, I guess. I think, I think we know what we're going to get with Deontay. I mean, obviously Ben probably should get some snaps with them out there, but mm-hmm. at some point, you know, Maybe maybe see what if Rico Bussy is just a really good, you know, practice squad player, mm-hmm. or if he brings something to the table. Yeah. Uh, but I think we'll obviously have more to say about the game after when we put out the next podcast. Yeah. Uh, what what our reaction to? I don't know. We just really are looking forward to seeing what Ben can do in this new offense. Really, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, we got rid of Randy Fickner. We'll see what Matt Kennedy has. We talked about it before in the podcast. Like his track record as an offensive coordinator isn't the best. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, you know, this this is the year he gets it turned around. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what the offensive line has. But I think the only other real stealer thing to note this this week, uh, we 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 laughed about it on Twitter, but AB showed showed his true colors. Um going out there and just punching some guy with a helmet off like bro you're gonna if you're gonna hit a guy at least take your helmet off too and like make it a fair fight yeah people are, people that roast us for not being able to win with bell and brown should be saying wow i don't know how you guys kept the team together with bell and brown it's crazy <laughs> to me that like yes they're unbelievable talents when they're unbelievable talents but like the fact that you keep your team from imploding with two knuckleheads like that yeah uh, in in the locker room it's was, it was bad enough having one of them but to have both of them yeah like, like, everybody was was uh just saying how bell and brown went off the rails like for these other teams like you, you know like that's how they are like you're saying like it's it's amazing that Tomlin was able to keep it together and then they blame ben <laughs> like bell and bell and brown they blame ben for his, their actions but like clearly it's these two guys like you can't deny it anymore like they're there's carrying their baggage and their and their antics to other places like bell's getting hit up by some ba- baby mama about some shit and then 
Brown's obviously over here playing like whack-a-mole with <laughs> defenders. So, I mean, Brown, it's, has, Brown has no excuse now. He's playing for Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Like, yeah, one of the greatest offensive minded coaches and obviously one of the best quarterbacks to ever do it, if not the best. Yeah. Like, what's your excuse now? Uh, I saw Ben <laughs> winning, being happy. I don't know, man. I get to, He's like, I, I heard Ben was going to start this weekend and I lost it. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I got rid of him by, you know, messing with his elbow. I don't know. But uh, uh, I don't know, man. Brown, he's just, he's a head kid. And that hit from perfect, like we said before, must have really messed him up because hey, come on, man. You're on a new team and you're getting fights already. How old are you? <laughs> you know, it's enough yeah. of that, man. Maybe that hit just made it so he wasn't able to hide it as much. I don't who knows. Like maybe that just like knocked loose whatever like filter he had. But come on, guy. Come on, guys. I think I think it's safe to say now that the fact that the Steelers never completely imploded on that offense with those two head cases, maybe it helped that Bell missed so many games. So like they weren't ever on the field all the time. Dude, yeah, like in the playoffs, man, like Brown got injured in Cincinnati game. Like Bell was out. I'm pretty sure Bell was out that season as well. Yeah. And Ben yeah. had to go. Ben had to go to Den- to Denver with like a practice squad running back and his lead wide receiver. I think was like Colby Hamilton. I think. I, I'm, I think. Never, never forget we were winning that game. Until that yes. Fumble. It, and the fumble, and then also Peyton Manning giving himself up, and then standing up and still making the pass, and then the refs like, "Oh, it's totally legal." But so that happened. Um, what was it? Yes, that's on Ben. That's on Ben. Yeah, that's on Ben. Uh, the Patriots game, like that's sarcasm. If you can't tell people, just right. And like the Patriots game, like you, Le'Veon Bell leaves like after the very first play or something with like a hamstring issue, and so like you just take away Antonio Brown and we didn't have any receivers. But like obviously that's a key injury is our star running back. And then the, the season with the Jacksonville Jaguars, like you lose Shazier in the middle of the season. You're like your quarterback of the defense, the guy that makes all the defensive plays. Like injuries matter, man. Like injuries mess up a lot of teams. Just look at the 49ers a couple of years ago. Like they were at Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl, they lost. And then the following year, they had like injuries to everybody. <laughs> Every single player was injured that, that year. So to prove a point in that Jaguars game, like we put up 42 points on offense. You're telling me 42 points isn't enough to win a game? That's right. because if you don't have a defense, it don't matter. It don't matter. And plus, Ben will that, that Ben almost came back and won that game. Like, like we were there, and like you know, like if our defense could have made one more stop. I, I guarantee you. Well, that's hypothetical, but Ben was on fire that game, man. Like he was making crazy, insane throws to Bell and Brown. So you know. The whole it's a team sport, man. Like it's a team sport. I, 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 I just drives me nuts when people say, "Oh, you had all these talented players and you didn't win the Super Bowl." Like, yeah, everybody was hurt. Martavis Bryant went nuts. Like, like, like he went crazy. Like, it, like yeah, the 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 killer bees are a great a great thing that happened, but couldn't keep them together on the field. And then obviously, you know, Bell and Brown went on their psychotic. Thelma and Louise thing. I don't know. But I mean, Ben's done, Ben's won more with lesser talent, you know? I mean, he's one, like, he's done, he, he's done more with less. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. So uh, 
I guess we to touch on that. It's been a long time coming to, to set the record straight about why we haven't been able to win with the killer bees. It's because either they weren't the killer bees weren't all on the field in the playoffs at the same time, mm-hmm. or because at when we had our best shot, our defense was giving up 45 points a game to the Jaguars. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> so injuries matter, man. Yeah, I just don't, I don't I don't know what more people expect. Like, what more do you want yeah. Ben to do? 40, 42 points. Any other team that wins the game, but our defense was so poor that year. Mike Mitchell is over there <laughs> acting like he had his leg ripped off, and then stands up afterwards and you know looks for the flag or whatever he does. I don't even man, Mike I mean, Mitchell. Is I mean, horrible. our defense that year was Sean Davis, Mike Mitchell, <sighs> Sean Spence. <laughs> no, dude, Sean Spence was signed off the streets, man. I'm pretty positive he was a furniture mover. Like but Javon Hargrave wasn't quite the player he was yet. LJ Fort. LJ he Fort. He went, went to the, the Ravens. Ravens didn't look good. Um Tyson Alu Alu wasn't who he was yet. We had Anthony Chicolo out there, Robert Golden. Fitzgerald Toussaint. The running back Fitzgerald, isn't he the one that followed against the Broncos? I'm pretty I sure. So. I'm I'm pretty sure you're right. <laughs> so I mean, injuries matter, people. Like, don't just – you have to think and look at, this, like, the real stories behind these games instead of just being like, well, you got hit all these, these star players and you couldn't do anything with them. Like, uh, it drives me nuts. That's just lazy, <clears throat> like, lazy thinking. Like, you're just so lazy that you, you just want to look at a score or whatever and just be like, oh, you guys fucking suck. You know, like, yeah. there's reasons, man, injuries. The box score warriors. That's yeah. what it is. Yep. Which, if you look at the box score of this game, like the Steelers should have won the game. Ben 469 yards, Antonio Brown 132 yards. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell 67 rushing, 88 receiving yards. You just, for whatever reason, defense managed to give up 45 points. Unreal. That was, that, dude, Ben was making some crazy throws, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he still has it. So, anybody who thinks his arm is shot, you're dumb because Ben can still sling it. Something that some other quarterbacks just, can't say. This needs more time than 1.5 seconds to launch it down the field yeah. like he had last year. Yeah. If, if he had time for a play to develop, like, does the receiver can't even get past the safety by the time he throws it. Like, there's no reason to throw the safe deep ball. That's all the more pressure on Zach, Zach Banner and Chukes, the whole line to keep Ben healthy, man, <laughs> to give him time. You don't want another Dallas game where he took a shot to the knees and was he wasn't the same after that, you know. So the yeah, offensive line is the you you live or die by the offensive line this year because our defense is obviously top five. Our offense, you know, just offensive line. You guys got to you guys got to show up every day. <laughs> this, if you if you had to play Shia LaBeouf saying just do it every every. <laughs> You know, every on, on loop before every game and do it, but just do it. Yeah. Agree, man. <laughs> but on that note, uh, I think we'll go ahead and wrap this up. There wasn't a lot to talk about this week, but hopefully we made it fun and interesting for you. And we'll obviously oh, have the break. Oh, you got something oh, else? Oh, yeah, one more thing. Okay. So did you see the Green Bay Packers unveil their 50th anniversary, I think it was 50th, their throwback uniform? Their, their Oregon Ducks uniform? Yes. So there's, you know, a movement growing on Twitter that the Steelers should go all white this year. 
like white pants like they had back I, in the day white jersey i saw those those look pretty slick how dope would that be man <laughs> like come on Steelers like we didn't they didn't wear their throwbacks last year right like I don't remember the block numbers being used at all last year so, I don't think so like maybe they'd be something new this year it would be cool man and, and they're allowing the helmets right like yeah different yeah. colored helmets like they had a couple of years ago yep yep like I'd like to see something new or bring back the yellow helmets, man, because those were that those uniforms were the throwbacks, like it looked like the color rush, but they had the white pants. Those yeah. were nice, man. Like I would like to see those being trotted out too. What, what do you think? Those are pretty slick. Yeah, yeah, I'd be pretty pretty jazzed to see him on the field in those. <laughs> do you think TJ Watt gets signed soon? <laughs> Can we are all tired of waiting, man? It's like the long. It's like agonizing how long it's taking. <laughs> I mean. Is he game one? And he hasn't even practiced yet. Like he's uh, been out there, like just kind of running on the sidelines. But I, I think he was supposed. I think he's supposed to practice tomorrow. But it just makes like I remember when we were saying like, well, TJ knows what it's seen his brother and he wants to win, and hopefully it's not about the money. But it feel I feel like it's it's starting to be about the money, man. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I mean, they need to pay him, obviously, but you know, like, how much do you want, man? <laughs> like, no matter what, I, I feel like once the contract, like, people are going to be happy that he signed, but like, when they see like it's a hundred million guaranteed, do people are gonna they're gonna they're gonna lose their shit? I think, I think they're gonna be upset or like finally it's done. I don't know. Like, what do, what do you think? If it, if it's if it's a hundred million guaranteed, are you gonna like flip? <sighs> Uh, man, <laughs> and we've obviously talked about the con or the salary cap going up, but you know who knows what it's going to look like next year. But you know, if we sign him to that much, and then we you know got to sign Minka, and then so I got to sign some other players, Juju. Mm-hmm. Like this is so much to put into a defensive player when it's an offensive league. And don't get me wrong, I love TJ Watt. Like that's my dude. Like pissed <laughs> yeah, off when he didn't win Defensive Player of the Year, but it's just crazy. Like to think that I know, right? We'll see what happens, man. Yeah, because he said we still got to sign Minka, um, to, um, fill some of the roster spots that you know they're, they're probably gonna lose some players next year. Well, and we just went through salary cap hell this season. So. Oh, dude, but we went through salary cap hell, right? But we managed to sign Trey Turner, Melvin Ingram, who's a stud. Dude, have you heard? He, he Apparently, he's looking amazing, which is great. That's a, a solid signing. Like, it's going to pay dividends this year, man. You know? Um, who else did we get? There was somebody else. I can't I'm, – I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. But there's a lot of good pieces. Yeah, I, will, I, I, would, I guess I would be okay with it. Because, I mean, besides TJ and Minka, like, who else are you paying the big-time money to? Because you're not going to have a quarterback that you're going to pay that much, right? Right. And that's, like, the most important piece to the team. So, Right. I don't see any big-time free agent quarterback out there that we would sign. That would command, like, $100 million a year, too, right? Like, or right. something hefty like that. I, don't, I can't see it. I, I don't know. 
DJ DJ from Clemson or hopefully Haskin pans out, man. That's I mean, if we sign TJ and we're trotting Mason out there next year, like we might be in position to get a you know, top quarterback. Right. So, who knows? Who knows what, what's going to happen, man? But I uh, hopefully the contract gets announced soon because I'm kind of tired of waiting for it. I mean, I'm sure all Steeler Nation is too. So let's get that that guy signed up. Let's get Mika locked in because you know. Let me put it this way: If getting him signed, happy and out there, wins us the Super Bowl this year, then it'll all be for all this worrying will be for nothing. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. It, the Super Bowl is all that matters, man. So it will it will it'll lessen the uh, financial blow. Oh, I guess that people are going to be feeling like, oh, we signed him so much or to so much money, but we won a Super Bowl, so it's all right. Like- like assuming this is Ben's last year, even though everyone keeps saying, "Well, maybe not." Like, let's assume it is. Like, if it is, we're trying out there with next to nothing next year, so we might as well go all in on the season. Get I think we have the, back. I think we have the most. Well, I mean, it depends on if we sign to an extension, but we're supposed to have the most money next year. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, hopefully, they get some some deal out there. So. You know, I don't have to worry about it anymore. But I imagine if they sign him, it'll have to be for cheap this year, and then probably most of the money is going to be coming next year, seasons after. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> but so, sorry, I was looking at your those Green Bay uniforms. I'm like, yeah, you guys are the Oregon Ducks now. Yeah, I know. Slick, though, man. I know. I know. It's the 1950s, so they had it first, but. I just I kind of like the green and the yellow. I don't know how it works right there. I, normally, the, I don't like their uniforms because there's I think there's like too much white on them. Maybe they'll try them out against us uh, when we go to see them October third. So. <laughs> I think they're waiting until uh, uh, when they play the, the Washington football team. I think that's when they're gonna wear them. Okay. Parker's probably gonna lose his mind, even though he doesn't listen to our podcast and doesn't push us. But whatever. Yeah, oh. I said it. Shots fired. I know, right? I know. I don't even care anymore, man. Yeah, yeah. Call us back, Parker. Got talk, got talk chopped up on Sunday. Yeah, that. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Are we like the only other podcast on the sidelines network that's putting stuff out? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Me, Come on. me, John, and Parker, the three amigos over here pushing out content, but you know. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, the only thing. Sideline Network Ravens are pushing out a BS against us on Twitter that can't even they can't even stand on. Oh, the Seattle podcast coming out soon. Washington oh, yeah. Sports, Washington State news on the Lounge Network. So kudos to those guys. Maybe we'll have them on to when they when we break down the Seahawks Steelers game in late December. I think it is. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah love love to have you guys on. Yeah, always, for sure. Always looking. To have some more guests on here so that we can shoot shoot it with each other and um, yeah and i'm the only one cussing on this podcast sorry sorry people i have a potty mouth but you know i get fired up and worked up as a Steeler fan should but you know it is what it is man i talk this is the way i talk you guys wanted real fans i'm a real fan john's a real uh, fan this is how we roll i'm the play-by-play commentator he's the uh color commentator so yeah. that's why yeah. i get to say all the fun off the cuff like Crazy, stuff, crazy. and I have to be like, oh, well, uh, <laughs> I'm Kanye West, and you're Mike, Mike Myers. Mike Myers. 
actually, we, we, actually, <laughs> we actually, so, so we were talking about Michael Myers today, or Mike Myers, and I was, I forget what was brought up, but I was like, oh yeah, that was like the last, oh, we were talking about Shrek, I said, oh, you mean the last movie he was ever allowed to make because all of his other stuff would get canceled today, and I was like, can you imagine him making Austin Powers and oh this day and age? Oh my god, in this climate, in this economy? No way. No way, man. No but what way. if he does, though, dude? The cojones on him. Why not? He's 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 like a mega star. Like, ah, I just throw it out there. What can they what can they cancel him for? He's already, you know, done making movies. Oh. If, yeah, but that was the last movie he was in, right? No, no it was, I, I uh, mean, he, he was actually in that Queen movie, but like he was like in fat oh, makeup and stuff. So, oh. like, a lot of people didn't recognize him for some reason. Well, have you seen The Love Guru? That movie is terrible. <laughs> Well, terrible movie man what happens when you try to make austin powers with like another character it's, like, <laughs> it's it so work. stupid it's such a stupid movie i think i saw like 15 minutes of it but, yeah, well that's all you need to know <laughs> like hey you got your film man you know don't watch it don't you're not missing much <laughs> tell you what anyone listening to this uh leave us a uh, comment like what was your favorite mike myers movie and is he still alive <laughs> is he but, still alive <laughs> I well, Bohemian Rhapsody was like 2019, 2018. So he's been missing for a while. Uh, maybe he had a uh, maybe he passed away from watching the Toronto Maple Leafs blow a four game or three game lead against the Montreal Canadiens. Oh yeah, that's right. You know a little bit of the old hockey. You know the the what the the great White North plays up there. He was Canadian, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, I know you learn stuff uh, every day, man. Uh, the Seahawks play the Steelers October seventeenth. So what? Washington, yeah, October seventeenth. Wow, I thought it was at the end of the year, but yeah, go on. What were you we saying? Well, I'm just saying that if you guys want to come on Washington, let us know. We'd be happy to have you. Yeah. We can break down. Hopefully, hopefully, we're both still competing at that point. Um, just remember, we defended your quarterback as a top five quarterback. Oh yeah, it we love Russell sideline. Watson. Sideline Ravens that uh, said that Russell wasn't better than Lamar. So, oh, and then he he laughed and scoffed when we said that Russell was top five. So we'll we'll even let you come on and uh, rebuttal against Young Daniel on this podcast. Yeah, we'll give you plenty of time for that. Why Russ is better than Lamar? <laughs> yeah, that'll be just like a segment that we have every week. <laughs> we have somebody on. Why is your quarterback better than Lamar? <laughs> what makes your quarterback better than Lamar? Well, one, he's a quarterback. So we'll start with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Well, but, do would you take Joey Burrow over Lamar? Does does the Bengals' offensive line come with him? Because if so, then uh, they're so not. bad, man. Imagine being imagine being Joey and see him take a receiver, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. No big deal. Yeah, I just yeah. got my leg demolished yeah. by Washington a couple a couple months ago, but no, no maybe, big deal. Maybe he looked at the maybe he looked at it and goes, Well, at least I'm not playing Chase Young again. So maybe it'll be okay this time. Even though he's getting lit up all season. Do you think hey, here we go? There's some some of the Baltimore favorite things to talk about, but do you think if Joey Burrow was on the Ravens, do you think they would be better? I think. I definitely think Marquise Brown would be a top five receiver. Yeah, you're probably right. Easily. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, if, if he didn't have to worry about running for his life and 
his ACL is staying intact, I think he could make some pretty good throws. Although, you know, I uh, hope Mark Andrews is okay. He had a scare yeah. practice today. Um, you know, we always make fun of Lamar for only being able to throw to tight ends, but, you know, Mark Andrew is a great tight end, good guy. Mm-hmm. And so hoping everything's okay with him. But, <laughs> I mean, Joe, Joe Burrow would really make him look like a superstar. <laughs> right. I agreed. But, yes, I, I can tell you if there's a – Laundry list of quarterbacks that probably would have won a Super Bowl with that defense and that run game by now. Yeah, true, true, true. Sorry, Daniel. If if you want to win a Super Bowl, you better go trade for one of those quarterbacks. Hey, <laughs> and while we're at it, how come Lamar hasn't signed an extension yet? Yeah, I mean, I know he's got one. I know he's got one more year left, but like, if he's your franchise quarterback, clearly you'd want to sign him. I mean, Josh Allen got his extension, right? Josh Allen got an extension. Anything, the Ravens are stupid. They they should have signed him before Allen's contract, and now Lamar's gonna be like, uh, I want like this much money. He's totally worth it though. He's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's no, he's worth it. No, no, no. Give him the most money. Make him the first quarterback to get 200 million guaranteed. Yeah, for sure. And don't give make sure it's all going to him. And don't worry about investing in, you know, wide anybody receivers. else. Yeah, totally. You know, since he's the greatest quarterback to ever step on a field, like he didn't need anyone around him. Not at all. Not at all. No. 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 I mean, Big Ben won a Super Bowl without anybody. Around him. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, what else, what else, man? What do you think? You know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm just ready for like, regular season to start like i'm excited to see ben out there i'm excited to see i feel like we got a feel for what our offense is going to be like what what matt canada wants to do mm-hmm. um i'm just i guess my biggest worry is like i just want to get through preseason healthy and you know yeah. really really give that offense a chance to shine it's going to be a tough first week week one obviously when to get tj signed but i this you know I'm trying, I'm trying to debating Mason versus Dwayne like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. We've been doing it for a couple months now. So yeah. give us some well, – we're just aching for some real Steelers football, you know, and we need yeah. it. Uh, my life is it hasn't been complete without it or, you know. So I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I'm just delirious. <laughs> anyway. There's not even like – I mean, there's good MMA fights coming on, but not like till the next pay-per-view. So like really need football to fill that void. Um <laughs> Yeah, Kevin Gosselin versus Jared Cannonier. Like, Jared Cannonier isn't like there's a reason he's not a household name. And he and gets smoked. Can he beat his last fight? He beat Kevin Holland because he just wrestled him and held him down the whole time. Mm-hmm. And you know, he you know he did what he had to do to win. Kevin Holland's a dangerous striker, so like I get it, but like I think he's gonna get worked by Kevin Gaston. Like he's the only one that really gave Izzy any scares. And mm-hmm. I think I think this will be a good fight for Kevin because he needs to get back in the win column. As, uh, he lost to Izzy and Robert Whitaker. So, I mean, you want to talk about a guy that had a tough go of things. Yeah, so, yeah. I think I think he wins that fight. But, you know, I think the next pay-per-view is until September 8th. Right. So, like, I, I really just need football to come in and fill those voids. But, <laughs> 
are left the gaps left between you fill in the cracks of your heart i, I hear right. you i just don't want to talk about <laughs> i don't want to talk about mason rudolph like he's a big story yeah no. I, 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 I don't want to keep giving uh, people who don't deserve attention on the podcast that much more <laughs> any, any longer so boy was i wrong <laughs> the well, next review isn't until september 25th you're way off man what are you I, doing I, I tell you, that's how, how much I need, like, real content in my life. Yeah. Agreed. Like, the, the next, like, three headlines are Cannoneer versus Gastelum, which we just talked about. Mm-hmm. It's in Barbosa versus Chickadees, who, I mean, Chickadees is up and coming, but, like, Barbosa is always so hit or miss. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, Barbosa's back. Look at those leg kicks. He's a killer. And then, like, and he gets he just, knocked out <laughs> the first round like, or something. Oh, okay. That's Okay. Although my boy Daniel Rodriguez is on the card. He's fighting Kevin Lee. He's up in short minutes. Oh, God, so, Kevin Lee, man. I'm surprised he's hanging on. I, you want to talk about a guy that, like, he, he was all hyped up for the Tony Ferguson fight. And then, like, he was actually winning that fight and then, like, lost. And then, you know, he lost to Al Iacinta. <laughs> like, last time I ever got excited for. Iaquinta was when he stepped in last minute to fight Khabib, and it was like actually a, a really good MMA fight. Like, right, like he lost every round, but like he he didn't he get made out it. like a lot yeah. of people thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next fight after that is Darren Till versus Derek Bronson. With Darren Till hasn't made a fight in like ten years, so who knows if that fight will actually happen? It seems like he always gets hurt before his fights. Mm-hmm. Although if he wins this. Israel Adesanya wants to fight him for some reason. I don't know why, but for some reason, Israel Adesanya wants to fight him, so we'll see. Um, there's no other fights on that card, so, like, again, nothing to get excited about. Um, yeah, football, just, we just get through the next two preseasons healthy and back to, like, having having you fill that void in my life. Yes, 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 yes. great. Yeah, I can't wait to come back on here after a game where we get blown out by like 20 points and Ben sucks and then have to fight fight my my anger and all the comments from all the fanboys from the other team commenting on our shit. So it's going to be it's my heart's going to be racing, man. I'm probably going to have a heart attack this season, but I mean, if hopefully it's all worth it at the end when we see Big Ben hoist up another one and then right off into the sunset. Oh, real quick, my boy Clay Guida is on this Jared Cannon here, Kevin Gunn. Clay Guida? <laughs> the wild man? What's his nickname? Yeah. Uh, the Carpenter. Oh, my God. The Carpenter. Oh, the Carpenter Bri- Brian, the Carpenter, Guida, Pardue, <laughs> Clay. He's, he's, oh, actually, he's actually fighting a guy that's 10 and 0, too. So. Wait, it, does he live, like, around you? Like Yeah, yeah he, lives, he lives in, I think, Carpenterville is where he fights out of. <laughs> Just we actually gotta, got hit by a tornado like not too long ago. No, yeah. <laughs> we gotta go see him, dude. Just like knock on it, dude. We should go try to talk to him, man. If you think like he would? Guy, yeah, yeah, like why not, dude? Can you, like how? But for real though, how many? How many people are like going? Like, hey, we gotta get Clay Guido on the show. You know, like probably not a lot. So he'd probably be like, like humbled about it. You know, like, oh really? You want to talk to me? Yeah, man. We'll 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 DM after after his fight. In this yeah. Podcast. We'll do him after his fight. Maybe he'll come on and give us the time of day. Dude! Like cool oh, man. Now I'm hyped, man. Thanks a lot. You got me all I, He's the underdog man. again, too. So, like, um, 
Yeah, last time with Underdog, I said people are stupid for for I forget who he fought, but I said Clay Guido's gonna win this fight, and he did. He went out there, won the fight like he was no, supposed to. We can't deem him. We gotta find. We gotta find a way, John. We gotta. We gotta go yeah, see it was, him, dude. It was against Michael Johnson. Like Michael Johnson never wins any fight. Like, jeez, come on! I can't believe people down Clay Guido. Right, right. You heard it here, Guida. I had your back the whole time. So come on the podcast and let us give us give us yeah. your thoughts on your come come on the you tell me what I just said podcast on the sidelines do that podcast. Me what I just said. Uh, we'd have you on here too, no big deal. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, whatever you want to be on. If you want to talk Steelers, you can come on here with us. If you want to talk fighting, we can do it on you tell me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you can just be you can just be a regular guest. Screw it. At this point, if you just want to come on and be a third, like we'll we'll take you. Like, <laughs> we'll take you, man. Yeah, we'll have a couple yeah, yeah. Of beers. No big deal. Yeah. We'll It'll be great. We'll, we'll do it from the back of a boat. You have to go fishing. <laughs> Dude, that's so sick, man. Uh, we're a bunch of dorks. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> and on that note, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess one last note. Uh, shout out to my beautiful, awesome wife. This is our four-year anniversary, so. Uh, <laughs> Grateful that I haven't annoyed her out the door yet, uh, but she's awesome, and I love her. And looking forward to another year, year, year down the line. Beautiful man, so, beautiful. The rest of our sideline fans, like I said, let's leave us some comments. We gave you a couple questions. We'd like to see what your thoughts are, and we look forward to talking to you after the game on Saturday. Yeah, for real sidelines, guys, come on, get your stuff together. Let's let's talk. Let's grow this community, man. Yeah, come so, on. We're a network. Yeah, we're a network. We're supposed to be networking with each other here. Come on. Go but, in, go in on each other if you have to. You don't have to be nice all the time. We post yeah. something, rip us for it. We don't care. We're yeah. all for it. We're all Bring for it. it, man. Come on the show, Bring dude. It. Yeah, well, we're uh, we're open. Open to all comers, man. So let's get it. Yeah, if you don't know how to do a pod, just come on, come on here with us. We got you. Yeah. Facts, facts. <laughs> all right, John. Well, it's been fun <laughs> talking to you, man. I love you, dog. So yeah, love you too, man. All right, all you guys, see you later. See you in the next episode. We love you. Peace. Bye.